0: Hello and welcome to the Press Start Podcast, Press Start Australia's weekly video game discussion podcast. I'm your host, you, and joined today by my fellow gamers and co-hosts, Shannon. Hello. Kieran. Hello. And James. Hello. Shannon, did you
1: enjoy yourself at PAX? I did enjoy myself at PAX. I would say it was more because of the people there rather than anything in particular that we saw, but yeah, it was, it was a very good time. Great to catch up with everyone and and also win the inaugural what the wiki extravaganza. (laughs) I feel like no matter what happens in this podcast, I will always have that and that counts for everything.
0: Was that a pleasant surprise? You winning that? Did you have high expectations going into it or wasn't sure what to expect?
1: I was worried in the first round and I really liked that if you perform poorly in, in one of the rounds, it didn't matter in the next, so I really like that element of it because I was definitely <laughs> worried early, but came home strong.
0: I did, I did like that as a format, and I reckon this is probably the format we'll stick with in future years as well. Like, o- albeit it does need some tightening up because we did run a little Let, long run times. Let's time, start. So let's we do that
1: now. Let's restart it. Let's restart. <laughs>
0: yeah. like restart the process of organising it. You mean because I wouldn't mind a year on, head on start. this
1: podcast.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yep. Um. But yeah, I think the format worked well. Like I liked kind of the elimination and yeah, scores like resetting with each round essentially because yeah, it meant that you know you might just do enough to scrape through and make it to the next round. Um, yeah,
1: which it's a bit was like maybe until I don't the
0: know end. MasterChef or something <laughs> where like your cake was pretty shit house, but it wasn't a shit house as the person next to you, so you scraped through. Yeah, literally, there uh, was a
1: lot of that. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, Kieran, what about you? Did you enjoy it?
2: Yeah, the the panel was. I mean, that was my my first time on the um the old press start, uh, panel. So I, I had I had fun, even though I was uh, illuminated tragically early. Um, <laughs> my my teammate was great, but I was not. So yeah, we didn't we didn't pull through on that one. Um, but yeah, no, definitely the master to- chef of panels. I tr- yeah, yeah,
0: that, that's what we'll call it next year. I was trying to involve you and Camilla in like the scorekeeping afterwards, and then I had that very awkward, like, intruder round where I brought you back in. Um, yeah, it was chaotic.
1: Yeah, was, Kieran was, was a winner too. I forgot about that. Claim the win is your own, Kieran, even though you you doubted me when I said ape escape, and that was a big,
2: <laughs> big part of health, <laughs>
1: Believe. <laughs>
0: That was definitely one of my one of my favorite rounds. People coming up and drawing those covers. They were, they, they some of them were absolutely chaotic. Some of them were really good. I was quite impressed. I loved I loved um, all the
2: guidance you had to give. Like, hey, you should probably draw the rest of this cover before you run out of time, because they'd be yeah. like fixating <laughs> on like one element. Well.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like, especially the gold that like there was a lot of work that went in early into like the helicopter. And I was like, I don't think that's what people are going to remember from this cover. Like you need to get James Bond pointing <laughs> a gun. <laughs> that, that'll be, that'll be crucial. Um, anyhow, it was a lot of fun. If you came along, I hope you enjoyed it. Um, we gave away a ton of prizes so if you came there was a good chance of you walking away with something. Um, and yeah, looking forward to next year hopefully we'll do something pretty similar but Pax as a whole was a good good experience and for everyone that came up and said hi um, thank you. thank you for coming along and doing just that. Um, but anyhow, let's get stuck into the rest of the show. Um, we do have a fair bit to talk about today um, and I'm eager to hear some James opinions on a game that he's played this week. But let's start with the Mario movie trailer the last time we all got together and we spoke about the mario movie we only had the poster to go off the trailer came out the next morning um and we've been sitting on a week at i'm sure with opinions to share uh james i'm gonna come your way first the mario movie trailer what did you make of the kind of one minute 30 two
3: minute teas um i really liked it but that's pretty much all i have to say (laughs) on the matter did Um, it surprise you that you liked um...
0: it well like what what about it did you like
3: yeah, I don't know. I guess. Yeah, I, I keep on thinking like I like if I can like a Sonic movie. Like I, I'm sure anything's possible. But like, um, yeah. I know this is like a very obviously it's a different team and stuff. But I don't know. I just think the humor was like it was funny, but not like like dumb kid funny. Do you know what I mean? Like wasn't cringe yeah. funny. Um, it certainly made the voices.
0: Like- sense within the mario world as well i felt the humor yeah
3: and the voices all seem pretty on point except like i mean we'll talk about mario later probably like but um generally speaking i think it does look really good i like that they pulled from say like the penguin kingdom from like, i think mario 64 like I think that was a nice touch um and i just feel yeah. like yeah there'll be a lot of those little nice touches that people like say me who have like been playing mario since i was like what three um like it's a long time there's a lot of like characters and stuff to pull from i think it's really cool to see a movie set in this world that isn't shit so yeah
0: and visually i thought it looked stunning especially like those opening moments like i love that kind of first half of the trailer with with bowser i thought that was fantastic um yeah shannon i think you said it kind of looks like what you hope the games would look like now is that kind of how you come down on it
1: I think so. Like, I feel like I haven't seen any of these. I, I've definitely never seen any of the Minion or Despicable Me movies. I feel like Pixar movies are the only uh-huh. ones in this space that I that I know. But it, it just looked visually incredible. Like it, I don't know how to explain it. Like it doesn't, it looks cartoony, but it looks almost realistic. I think that's a weird thing to say, mm. but I'm sure you all know what I mean. Um, and I think just given how many times we've spoken on this podcast about the switch and the lack of visual fidelity, I think, like, this is going to make us want that 4K Mario experience, like, even more. Because it just looks gorgeous. And there's so much more personality that you can extract out of a world like this in this visual format.
0: Yeah. Uh Kieran, what did you make of Chris Pat's voice as Mario?
2: Uh. Yeah, like I think we're all expecting him to do something other than his own voice after he hyped up that we were going to hear something quote unquote like unlike anything we've heard or whatever. Um but then I was I was actually saying to Shannon earlier in the week that a friend of mine pointed out to me that uh there's a good chance the story in the movie will potentially involve someone getting sucked into the Mario video game and becoming Mario, which is why he has such a normal voice. And I was like, "Oh, okay. Like if you're an anime fan and you're familiar with the isekai genre, that's huge in Japan right now. So, like, it would make a lot of sense. Um, mm. Which I don't know how I feel about that. But the trailer was good.
0: I guess that makes sense, like, you know, the way... Like, why he's kind of a little kind of confused and stuff. at the start Yeah. Of the first, when yeah. First him. I, that would make sense, I suppose. I
1: also... I think that it makes sense for why they've put, like, a big-name character in every single role, too. Like, if at the end, they're... Or they've all been pulled into this this video game, and then I don't know what what the correlation is, but there must be something. I think that would make sense. It'd be a bit cringe and and weird in my opinion, but I could totally see it happening. Mm.
0: What about yourself, James? It sounded like your opinions on Chris Pratt.
3: Yeah, I mean, I I've never really liked him, but like I think like I, yeah, he just sounds like he's just speaking, really. Um, but then I think about it. And I think would it be annoying if he spoke like Mario <laughs> for like yeah, two like hours? What's like, worse. Would that, get, would <laughs> yeah. that bit get grating? Like, yeah, I don't really know. So I think maybe this is like a like a better the devil you know kind of situation. Um, mm. But yeah, like I I think generally speaking, the tone is really good. Like I love Toad already. Um, yeah, and I really yeah I I really wish that we could have seen like say more of Luigi or Peach, but like obviously that'll come at some point. I'm keen to see Donkey I, I Kong. Yeah,
1: Donkey Kong oh, yeah, as well. Donkey I think Donkey no matter what it, I'm sure. what
3: Chris Pratt did, like it
1: was gonna be judged harshly. And I feel like this is probably the least offensive version of that. <laughs> yeah. That I just think for. Chris Pratt like has always been True. like
3: I don't think he's ever been like a particularly good actor. Like he's just very much like leading man, plays the same role in just different settings. Um I, I yeah, much prefer like, him.
0: I, like I don't dislike Chris Pratt, but I don't like him as in a serious role. Which is not say that Mario is gonna be a serious role, but I guess we haven't really seen like an out and out comedic Mario yet. Um, but like you know, be it Parks and Rec or um, uh, like Guardians of the Galaxy, like I like him in that sort of capacity. But say Jurassic, Jurassic World just like didn't do it for me. Um, yeah, I don't know. It'd be interesting to see how it all comes together. Certainly the rest of the cast interests me a great deal. Uh, Jack Black, I think, made such a good impression in this trailer. And um, being a big Always Sunny fan, like I'm really excited to see what Charlie Kelly does with Luigi as well. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I, still, I came out of that trailer a lot more hopeful than I think I was going into it. Um, yeah. Yeah, particularly that Bowser scene at the start, I thought it looked fantastic and kind of set up some stakes and some really impressive I'm excited. It's, so, it's close up. too. Yeah. What, like March next year?
1: Something like that? April, yeah, which is in movie terms. April. Like, that's, that's nothing.
3: No, yeah. That, yeah, I think it is exciting. Probably, like, probably. I think that's coming away from it, I'm excited to see more, which, like, I don't feel like I feel that anymore (laughs) when I see anything. So that's a win. (laughs) (laughs) You okay? Maybe you do like Chris Pratt after (laughs) all. (laughs) No.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Any closing thoughts on the Mario movie trailer, Kieran?
2: No, I'm I'm going to wait until I see it before I say anything else about it. Well, April next year, my movie. Let's yeah, let's bring it.
0: Uh, all right, let's talk about Scorn then, James, a game that I'm particularly excited for uh, because of its very like H.R. Geiger inspired aesthetics. Um, how does that translate into? Does that translate into an alien style horror in your eyes? How was the game?
3: Yeah, it's it's um, if you like H.R. Gaga aesthetics, like it's basically all you're getting. Um, so it's it's oh no 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 no. no. So it's like. Um, so I previewed it, What I think it was two months ago I got to preview it, um, mm. and that was the first hour, and I was, like, kind of like, this is minimalist, obviously, but, um, is there going to be much to it in the final game? Um, so I finished the full game, like, a while ago, um, it feels like ages ago now, but, like, it's... Mm. So, I've had a lot of time to think about it, right? And, like, it's there's a lot that you can definitely... So, like, there's literally no dialogue, no documentation, no voice logs. You know what I mean? It's just the world. Um, yeah. Like, like entirely relied on its environmental does, storytelling,
0: sort of. Does that but mean
3: like, it's up for interpretation? Like, or is it not? Well, it is. Like, but... This is my thing. I, know I say this in my review. Like, I don't know if they just built this really cool world and then kind of just left it up to, like, the players, you know, to decide what it's about. Like, I'm sure there's a very vague story behind it. Um, And, like, I have a general idea of what it is, but, like... I don't know if to say it's not satisfying is probably the wrong word, but, like, it just... It's, it's very vague, there's, but the visuals are really good and, like, the atmosphere is great. Like, it's, I've never played a game with that atmosphere, I don't think. Like, it's super unique in that way. Um, yeah, I just don't know if, like, there's a story there. Like, I just don't... Because yeah. when you say, like, we say environmental storytelling, like, I mean, it doesn't have to be shoved down your throat, but there really isn't much there beyond, you know, you might crush something. And use that the juice from that something to power a device. That, that's like I mean. really, yeah. <laughs> no, but like, I don't want to ruin anything. But like that, and then you're like, oh, okay. So that that's how they get around, or like that's how they do this, um, right? But then that's it. Like, I it's it's really hard. I I do. I do like so it, it, but... Is it, um, does it feel like you're just kind of scratching at the surface of kind of a
0: deeper story or lore? No, it's or not or like this just just like, kind of really like,
3: go... you know, like you watch a David Lynch movie and there's all these layers to it and stuff. Like, I genuinely yeah, feel like, like there's kind of just idea. not enough there to kind yeah. of draw a lot of inferences from. Um, do, you, do you think
1: that was like a time thing and they just wanted to get it out? Or do you, was it like you said earlier about how well, they, had, they started like, with they the had world? They had like
3: almost a decade. Yeah, so like, I don't, they did. I, I don't know, like... Yeah, and part part of me is like the um, like is it just a budget thing? Like no voices or cutscenes and stuff. Um, it is it is hard. Mm. Um, but I mean that's overall like, so it is it's with
0: text right,
3: like collecting yeah. like pickups and stuff. Yeah, but then I don't even know if like your character can speak or read. <laughs> like that, like the way that it's yeah, I don't know if that something. The, oh, wow, <laughs> that was a deep cut. <laughs> Who would have linked scorn with glee. Um, yeah. <laughs> for that for that crossover of fans, you know. Yeah, yeah, literally. <laughs> um but the other thing as well I quickly I want to really quickly touch on is the combat. Um I feel yeah. like there is combat, um, but it's also once again I would be happy if we just got like three different guns that had environmental uses. Like I think that would be fine. Um, but putting enemies into it and then making your ammo limited, um it just there's just this all it's like this weird mishmash of things that they thought were cool and then nothing got fleshed out besides the world. It really just feels like the world I- and the puzzles were built first and then they wanted to do something more with it, which I understand because so many gamers now are like walking simulator like and all that shit. But like, and they've tried to definitely combat that with literal combat, but like, <laughs> I I don't know if it works. I feel like I, it reminds okay. me so much of like um I don't know if you guys have played Soma. Um, It reminds me a lot of Soma. In that, I feel like as soon as this hits, like, like you know, public, people will mod the 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 enemies out just so you can experience it without anything. Um, Because they do definitely is the combat way. Is there a lot of combat in it, or
1: is it sort of like really put in? uh, I reckon
3: there's less than ten enemies in the whole thing. Um, So okay, but. But, like, on one area, there was, like, four, and I just kept getting fucked up because, like, the areas are quite cla- claustrophobic, and obviously that's on purpose. Um, but mm. then the enemies, you can't really run past them. Like, I feel like a good horror game, you can either, like, take them down fairly easily in terms of, um, like, you should just aim, shoot, and run past or something like that, or you can just, like, completely evade them. But it's almost like their attacks are, like, heat-seeking. <laughs> like, they'll launch a tackle, but even though you're def- you've definitely run past them, it will still hit you. Like, there's just that little bit of jank there that I think kind of ruined the combat a bit, um, to the point where I actually put it down for like a few days after in one bit because it just was too much. Like it was just too much to worry about in terms of because. And then you go and recharge your health and your ammo and stuff, and um, nothing regenerates, so you you can't kind of you can easily fuck yourself over quite early. Um, mm. Which like I should clarify, like I, it's not me just complaining; it's too hard. Like I'm not one of those people. Like I love hard games, but this just feels like it, there's just like a weird miss imbalance between all of these elements which sucks because the ending is quite cool if not gross and confronting (laughs) but um yeah i have to put something in there to make you want to play it because it is it is good like i feel like i was gonna say that yeah i think yeah i I need
0: to know because i haven't read your review i don't know what your list of pros and cons are but like where did you settle on in terms of a score for this
3: um, I think that I'm not going to talk about a score. You can go and check it out for yourself on the okay. website. That might be because I haven't decided yet, but it's, <laughs> I'm definitely, that's definitely not mine.
0: <laughs> Are you I'm like more favorable game and be on this? Like, is this like, a, uh, yeah, is this like above if it was a seven?
3: If it was a Rotten Tomatoes, it's a yes. I liked it. Like for okay. sure. All right. Um, and you would recommend yeah, I, I play it? It's, it's a hundred percent above seven. Like definitely. Um, okay. all right. I'm just wrestling with all of these elements. Because there's also this, like, kind of James factor where, like, even though there are some aspects that are, like, objectively shit, like, I really still like it. Um, mm. But, yeah, like, I, it's a, really, it's a really hard game to, like, just think about and play. But, yeah. And then, obviously, there's also that element of the puzzles. I was going um, to
1: ask, like, do you think that the, the thoughts are going to be really varied, like, across the board? Like, do you think it's going to yeah, get some bad.
3: high praise and some, some low praise? Some people will love it and some people will hate it. And like I thought like when when we, obviously we first, I don't really know how much of this we can really speak about, but obviously when you first got given the game, um, they've set up they set up like some like like a help kind of channel for people just in case you get stuck on the puzzles and stuff because obviously there is n- literally no guidance on what to do. Um, and I finished it all pretty, pretty okay. like I thought it was fine and I thought that this game just thinks it's smarter than it is. But then, um, a lot of people do seem to be struggling with the puzzles. Um, so I think like your mileage may vary, I guess, based on how mm. good you are with solving puzzles in games. Cause it does feel like a very modern day version of games, like say, um, Myst or Riven or, you know, like those kinds of really yeah. point and click adventure games. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It sounds like kind of like very much those environments are kind of logic puzzles and like, sometimes they just click and you get it like immediately. And other times you're like pulling your hair out. And I I think I've been on like both, (laughs) both ends of that. But like, it's
3: the kind of thing where like you pull your hair out and then it's something really fucking stupid. Like you forgot to press one switch back there. So the next switch didn't activate or something like it's that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. Even if like they did, there's another game that I am playing currently that is out later where if you kind of linger a little bit for too long, it'll just, like, highlight something so you know what to do. I mean, I, I think that would probably be detrimental to Scorn's atmosphere, but then in terms of getting the player to get through your game, make it a long, yeah. long timer or something so that until it shows you that hint. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I, I think I think a lot of people will put it down maybe halfway through because of the puzzles, yeah. um, which, which is hard, but, like... I'm not one to ever say, like, just compromise what you want to do to make things easier. Like, that's not what I'm about ever, unfortunately. (laughs) But, like, I just, yeah, I think there definitely needs to be something here to, like, nudge someone who is a little bit more novice along
0: yeah, I think I think it's, like, a balance of, like, giving the player, like, opportunities to learn the world and its systems and kind of get the gist of, like, what's, like, feasible. Like, you need to understand the rules of the world you're in, I suppose. Um, I think that's the thing, though. And like, if you're not doing like, that well, you kind of need to offer him each, sort of, like...
3: But each puzzle yeah. is very different. Like, there are no rules, per se. Like, you don't have that established... Like, it's not like, say... um like say the first Plague Tale where like you know fire gets rid of rats and you light a torch yeah. to get rid of rats and then you can take those ru- those I guess rules or tools through the whole game whereas with Scorn each area is very much its own distinct kind of setting puzzles and elements so that's why I think like it can be hard like it must be hard to yeah I don't know I wonder if they play tested this like beyond their own like I'm sure they probably didn't be on their own team because that I don't know it, it would be hard to get make sure everyone Um, gets from beginning to end but i definitely i do recommend it i don't think there's any game any other game like it which i think alone is worth maybe giving it a go um especially since obviously it is on game pass for pc and xbox um which i think is a very good move now that i think about it um Mm. yeah because just even yeah if it is it is good and the world is great um but i'm interested to see what other people think about it um once reviews go live which Kieran, show. do you have any what?
0: interest in playing this? Does this sound like something that would interest you?
3: Uh, yeah,
2: I mean, I I like my atmospheric puzzle games, and like from I guess from like the outset to me, it looked like it was it was kind of you know saying to people, hey, do you like HR Geiger art? Have you ever wanted to like step inside it and like experience yeah. it? And like it's from what James is saying, it sounds like it's exactly like that, and and not much else. Um, but it's on Game Pass, so like. I have no, there's no risk for me to jump in and give it a go, which is good.
0: Yeah. I'm like so big on Game Pass at the moment, playing as much Ground as I have. I've like not touched my PlayStation in a good couple of weeks, um, which is uh, saying something, I think, for me, given as it was a nightly occurrence previously. Grounded has really sunk its sunk its teeth into me to big way. I'm excited to play Scorn. And yeah, I'm. I, James's review there has got me intrigued because I feel like it's the kind of game that I would come out of
3: like deeply thinking way too deeply about it and really get a lot out of um, i think that's the thing as well is i can't talk about it with anyone i think that also is yeah. almost a little bit detrimental like i can't bounce off ideas with people. like different ideas um, and interpretations and yeah stuff. yeah because like yeah. nobody has yeah but yeah we'll see well
0: i've got it i've got it pre-installed so as soon as it unlocks i'll be uh
3: Jumping, in it and is. Yeah, I, uh, time I should for it this clarify. It's about. I think it's about seven to eight hours, roughly. Oh, okay, um, so not a. You huge could probably. Game either. Yeah, you could probably. Might be longer if you're not as good at the puzzles and stuff. Um, but yeah, sure. I reckon about seven to eight hours ish. The perfect game. game length. Yeah, I do you
0: like that length? That's true. Uh, all right. Well, you do have another game about that seven, I need to eight. ask you about. Um, I am conscious though. We're already like. 22 minutes into this episode, um, Bayonetta, Bayonetta yeah. 3, you reviewed, you, sorry, you didn't review, you previewed Bayonetta 3. Um, as a fan of the series, is the third installment shaping up to be everything you'd hoped for?
3: Yes. Moving on. No. Excellent. <laughs> <Yeah>. Fantastic. <laughs> no. Were there it's, any it's all, it's new,
0: new things you experienced that you want to highlight?
3: Yeah, no. It's it's really hard with like this preview because it's very selective in what you can talk about, and I totally see why that sure. is because there's so many cool surprises in it um from beginning to end um but yeah like so far uh, i think a lot of people have had concerns that the trailers are a little bit lifeless compared to say the first two games um based on what i've played so far um from that preview period uh it is still just as good as the first two um it does play very differently um but okay. i wouldn't let that put you off um, it feels more like a sequel to me than, say, 2 did. Um, mm-hmm. Because I feel like 1 and 2 are very, both, like, two sides of the same coin. Um, whereas this is a new coin. <laughs> 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 um, it's a note. It's paper money instead. It's a second, It's yeah, a second <laughs> coin. Um, but yeah, it, it is still, it's still got, like, that sass and that charm that, like, you've kind of come to expect from Bayonetta. Um, even with the change in voice actor, which I know a lot of people are upset about. Um, but like as a whole, it's still very fast-paced. Uh, still, lots of action, crazy f- fucking weapons, um, and now instead of fighting with your hands, feet, and everything in between, <laughs> you can fight with demons too. Like, there's really um, not much more to it than that. Um, I also really hope that you like kaiju movies because if you do, you'll love this. And I feel oh, like whoever directed this one is definitely a big fan of all of that. Those so. Yeah, that's all I can very really... Cool. I would love to talk about it more, but, like, yeah, they're very strict, so I don't want to ruin anything for anyone. Of course. Either.
0: Shannon, have you played a Bayonetta game before?
1: I have. I've played one and two. I think I finished one. I don't know if I finished two, but, yeah, I'm a, I'm a big fan. Love them. Are you, you, you going one of those Bayonetta 3, you reckon? Ugh, there's so much coming out in the next few weeks, mm. but, yeah, maybe James will buy me a copy and I'll, I'll give it a whirl. <laughs> nah, I'll, I'll play it at some point I, I will play it at some point For sure It is, it is a, an unfortunate it is a launch date I think
3: Like for them, I don't really know what they were doing When they decided Especially because like yeah, the little last
1: little two or three months Has been quiet and it just feels like It is a game a lot of people would pick up But probably not day one Now with a few other games in front of it mm. Remind
3: me again when it lands 28th of October The 28th, yeah so right, the same day as okay. Modern Warfare, which I know, like, that's a, there's yeah. different audiences and stuff, but like, there's also like Plague Tale a week before and like a few other games of the weeks after, like it's, it's just a bit like weird and awkward. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Interesting.
0: All right. Well, uh, thank you very much, James, for your previews and reviews. Do look out for the full write-ups on both of those over on the website. Um where, in time, you may find details on a new Crash Bandicoot game if the recent clues contained in promotional packages said to influencers are anything to be believed or read into. Um, it looks like a new Crash Bandicoot game is likely to be announced at the Game Awards this year. The most prevalent rumor seems to be that it is called Crash Bandicoot Wampa League and is akin to a live-service multiplayer collect-a-thon game. Uh, Shannon, can you describe what you speculate this game will be? I'm very, to confused. be honest.
1: Yeah, I am too. Cause I, I've known about Wampa League and the leaks around that for years, but I thought at some point it was like almost confirmed that it was cancelled. So I kind of stopped paying attention to what it is. But in my head, from what you've just said, and that's literally all I'm going off, it'd be like a Crash Bash sort of game, but live service. So I don't know if that means like free to play or just continually being updated or change but the idea of that as long as it has like local play like mario party and such is still Mm. great like i loved crash Bash in the day and i think crash is obviously still hugely relevant so yeah i i like it anything from activision that isn't cod even though i love cod is gets a tick in my eyes yeah
0: that's that's exactly what i hope it'll be as well like um on the ps1 it was the three crash games it was cti and it was crash bash like that's pretty much like all i played um and so if this was something kind of crash bash-esque maybe like taking some inspiration from fall guys if that's their approach to multiplayer and having it being kind of like a round robin elimination style thing like i could get behind that um yeah, I did. I did hear some speculation too, though, that it might have been a brawler or something, kind of like that instead, um, which uh, I can kind of see working too, but wouldn't interest me as much. Um, Kieran, do you have any interest in the game as kind of Shannon describes? Uh,
2: like, I love the I love the Crash Bandicoot platformers, but I don't know unless unless it really is just like a Crash Bash like thing again. Like, I don't think I'm interested in really anything else. Um, yeah, I mean the live service elements. I've like they did that with the remake of Crash Team Racing as well, and that actually worked pretty well. It meant it was fun to dive back into that game every now and then. Mm. Um, but I don't know. I just I just see like a, a Crash Bandicoot like multiplayer only or like multiplayer focused game coming out. You know, in the in the near future, not really sort of having the longevity that you'd want. I think I'd prefer them just to keep making proper platformers. Yeah, I'd, like those I'd love to like know
1: that the journey of this game, like was it, was it canceled? Yeah. And then obviously we know that Xbox is acquiring um, Activision. And then I guess that discussion was had of like, look, Crash is huge and has been huge for PlayStation. So like if you've got a game that's somewhat scoped and, and done, like, release it to keep that brand I th- going i thought
0: the rumor was that this was a multiplayer mode that was initially planned for four that was kind of that was like the last thing, I heard. thing and they thought yeah they thought yeah. they were gonna spin it off but then obviously yeah. it's toys for bob isn't it like they they were kind of um asked to work on call of duty projects so i wonder if it's just like this has kind of been the project they go back to when activision aren't pulling them elsewhere um which is never like though that's yeah but presumably a ton of work had already been done on it so it like makes sense to see it out yeah and uh, and Crash Bandicoot has like reaffirmed itself as being a property that sells and makes money so I guess Activision would be crazy to leave that work unutilized Um, yeah I yeah I'm glad that Crash is kind of back in the zeitgeist to a certain extent like certainly he's not the forefront of everyone's mind but um enough to kind of make these games profitable and uh validate their existence so yeah as a crash fan i'm i'm here for it i'm here for it i, I think
1: like it. i think this is this is one of those things that we spoke about when activision's um xbox's uh acquisition of activision god that's a, that's a mouthful yeah. <laughs> um and we spoke about those brands like sky uh, spyro and tony hawk and crash and i think hopefully this is yep. what we see from that in addition to COD, which we know is, like, the one that gets spoken about. But there are all those legacy IPs that are really massive and have been massive for PlayStation, which Xbox would yeah. want, for sure.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, James, looking ahead to the Game Awards, though, in December, assuming we get a Crash Bandicoot announcement, what else would you like to see announced at the Game Awards this year? Uh, I don't know. Let's go. Um <laughs> I figured you Silent wouldn't Hill. have it many thoughts or opinions on Crash <laughs> Bandicoot, so I've, I figured I'd ask you a different question.
3: I think Silent Hill. I don't know, well, like Crash, I think like I feel like about time is probably like where else do you go from there? But like to me, I feel like they've probably, you know, they you don't want to keep going with that kind of game because then you just become like put out all that shit like Mind Over Mutant and Twin Sanity and all that that no one cares about anymore, um, or Wrath of Cortex even. Um, so yeah, to me buried, that makes sense like, pivot It pivots to something else for sure. Um, yeah. As long as it has, like, full crossplay and cross-progression, whatever, you're good. Um, in terms of game awards, though, so let's pivot to that. Um, Silent Hill, obviously, um, if that hasn't been revealed already by then. Um, and then uh, Kojima's new L. Fanning game. That's got me very interested El Fanning plus mystery girl that we don't know. It would be
0: quite so the show if we uh, get Silent Hill and whatever Kojima's up to next, which I think are both pretty good bets. It's happening, maybe. Like the it's rumor the same
1: thing, maybe. Maybe it's. No. Oh my gosh! It not can you imagine? <laughs> um, Leah Michelle in there too. I really <laughs> hope. <laughs> oh my gosh
0: <laughs> I really hope we hear about Last of Us faction sometime soon too. And I feel oh, like yeah, the Game Awards really would be a good place to do it, but <clears throat> I don't know if it's was, too soon. That was the thought on my mind. <laughs> that
1: was third on James's list. <laughs> 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 on the tip of his James just tries to I, go through an episode without I, re- mentioning I The feel Last like of like <laughs> we, are, we are reaching this exciting point again where like a lot of the games we've heard about over the last few years have been released. Like PlayStation don't really have yeah. that much no. after God of War. And like Nintendo and uh, Xbox
3: yeah, still thing, have quite a what bit to come out. Ghost of Tsushima remake for 2023. <laughs> 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 Look, do it.
0: Yeah. All right. Uh, anyway, a quick one that's yeah, kind of our rapid fire for the day then. Um,. <laughs> somewhat of our rapid fire. I'm allowing you guys to go a little bit longer on it, but looking ahead, seeing as we're kind of getting to the spicy oh, release so period much, of, the, of the year, I'm giving you the permission, a little bit of leeway. Um, seeing as we're on the kind of precipice of a ton of new game releases, I'm curious, like the next few months, next couple of weeks, even what are the games you're looking forward to? To give you some context, like next week, we've got a Plague Tale, Marin Rabbids and Gotham Knights, like all in one fell swoop. Um, Kieran, let me start with you. Like what, what games are are you looking forward to playing in the near near future?
2: Um, I mean, yeah, you already mentioned Plague Tale and Mario Rabbids are probably the next two big ones. Um, and then God of War Ragnarok, I think, is the main thing for the rest of the year. Um, yeah. I, I'm really keen to try Pokemon. I, I've been, like, off the Pokemon bandwagon for ages, but I think these games are going to get me back in. Um, and then Crisis Core is, like, what, December? So keen for that.
0: I'm the wrong person to ask, but I'll take your word for it. <laughs> James is not sure spig- it. Pretty sure For stuff like that, uh, Shannon, what are you excited to play?
1: Um, from this little next batch of games, I'd say I'm most eager to try Gotham Knights. To be honest, just because none of us have played it on the team, the Arkham games have all been fantastic. I've played them all, loved them all. So for me, I, I don't want to say like, uh, yeah, it could go either way, but I'm excited to try it and see how that is, and then obviously. God of War will be the next one after that that I'm really sinking my teeth into. And Sonic, I have to say, I've been chatting about it with Kieran and it looks like an absolute mess. But there are parts of it that I'm at least really interested in. So I'm keen for that as well. But yeah, there's so <laughs> many games coming out over, and COD as well. I'm really keen for COD, but that'll probably wait till yeah. the Christmas period. I'm very curious to see what Cod shapes up to be this year.
0: Um, uh, like, I guess I kind of always am. Um, Gotham Knights as well. I'm, I think I'm kind of waiting to see like where people come down on Gotham Knights before I get overly invested in it. Um, but yeah, obviously God of War as well. That's probably the thing I'm most looking forward to in the next couple of weeks. And I'm trying to finish my, my replay of uh, the, the previous game uh, before that happens as well. What about yourself, James? What are you most looking forward to?
3: Callisto Protocol is my big one oh, now. Of All course. of y'all paying it fucking dust when it deserves the opposite of dust. What's the opposite of dust? Like glitter? I don't know. Oh my god! Uh, glitter is just That's gay dust right there. <laughs> I'm excited for that. That's my. Do we? Big one. Oh. And I should throw a bone to Resident Evil Villages DLC as well, because, like, nobody oh, else God. will. Yes, and, um, of course. I'm excited to see how that all ends, because I think that's wrapping Revers up. Reverse the... at the top of everyone's list. Just... Yes. Yes, very much so, especially There's for me.
0: There's so much happening this year. Yeah, oh I'm, I'm excited God. for that,
3: too. I forgot
1: about that. I wonder if Callisto is still in doubt to, to come out. What do we think you about that, like... just quickly?
0: Do we oh, think God of War no. still in doubt?
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm still waiting for that big God of War <laughs> state of play. <laughs> the, where's the gameplay? Game gameplay trailer. Where's
0: the the game informer cover?
1: <laughs> <laughs> you were, and I forgot about that. Thanks for reminding me. You you were the biggest crusader I was on that it was bandwagon coming out this year. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> thanks for that. We
0: were, it went gold the other day. I was and like, what
1: fuck. was the bet? <laughs> uh, wasn't the bet that you you weren't allowed to play it until next year? If it didn't come out, there
0: was no bet. There was no bet. Okay, about. I'm not a gamer. Very very convenient. Yeah, Very about. convenient. Before I get called out any further, let's play what the Wiki, the Press Star Podcast game show where the previous week's winner reads part of a Wikipedia page for an unknown game and we the contestants must guess the game. The first to guess two games correctly wins the round and takes home the points. Uh, and last week, those points were, or that point, I should say, was awarded to James consolidating his lead in first place on 12 points. Brody behind on 10, myself and Chad and tired on seven points apiece. Kieran on one, and Harry and Steven, nil. Uh, as last week's winner, James is today's host. And James, you'll be thankful Brody isn't here today to so close that gap.
3: Did you orchestrate yeah. this? this all I, sorry. No, I didn't. He did. <laughs> Yeah, I don't even know I was hosting today, so um, that until about Uh, 30 minutes ago, so we're good.
0: uh, uh, 30 minutes ago. There's no orchestrating here, don't you worry. (laughs) No, it's fine. Alright, good stuff. Awesome. Take it away.
3: Let's go. Okay. Are we ready? Yep. If I fuck this up, I apologise. It's live. (laughs) Okay. The game is a platform game in which players control a character... That's it. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's <laughs> um, Like the previous, computer. like the yeah, previous sorry. game, players control the main character using the left analog stick and shoulder buttons, while using the right analog stick to control various gadgets that are unlocked hey, but- as oh, the player progresses oh, Chan- through
2: <laughs> the game. <Shannon laughs> and I
3: was. God damn it! I don't know who. Oh, was it, it was
1: me. And got James yeah, I so, was so, first. I don't know. It could ape
3: escape three. I'm gonna say, ah, it's not. I'm sorry, Shannon. Kieran, did you have a shot? Yep. Is it ape escape two? It is ape escape (laughs) two. I was so ready to buy. God.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Wow! I think you just stole an ape escape. Games. Yeah, so no. Yeah. That's, that's, that's I will never s- recover
3: mentally, that's physically, spiritually. Burn, apparently not. It was ignored. Kieran off the mark. If he gets on the game, the point is his. Uh, okay. The game is an action role-playing game set in an open world. <laughs> the game features four playable characters. Each character has their own unique playstyle and abilities, such as one character being able to teleport via a, a satellite. <laughs> Shannon While it can be played, yes, Shannon. <laughs> yes.
1: What? <laughs> I don't. The I don't, can't remember that. Is it Apes <laughs>
3: Quest or whatever? Oh my God! Oh no, it's not. Sorry. Oh. <laughs> Trying to pick the theme. Yeah, well, there is no theme. Sorry. <laughs> can I go again? Um, can I? <laughs> While it can be, <laughs> this is. Let gross. me go While again. While it can be played solo. Okay, go. Let me. <laughs>
1: Is it Ape's Quest 2?
3: No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> is that what you guessed
0: the first time? I'm so confused. <laughs> While I think it can be played solo,
3: it. the game also features a two-player cooperative multiplayer mode where the second player can drop in and out at any time without affecting the other player. Players can level up their characters, but enemies will be automatically leveled up as well. They can also use vehicles to explore the city. Ewan. Shannon, no. Oh, Ewan, yep.
0: Is this Gotham Knight?
3: It is Gotham Knights. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, this seems too easy, but like, I didn't know anyone could yeah. teleport via satellite. I was really, really hoping it was just a lifeless like, yeah, like teleporting games? bit. Yeah, so who teleports via satellite? I satellites? To change it on the.
3: F- I did change it on the fly because it said the Justice League satellite. Apparently, Robin can teleport with that. So, oh, okay, all right, yeah. We'll see. I'm Look, sure, there's a, I'm sure there's a bunch
0: of DC fans going, "Duh, you and didn't you know?" I'm like. Okay. Yeah. Didn't think anyone anyway. was teleporting in that universe.
3: It's cool. So where are we at now? Who's oh Ewan one and Kieran yep. one. Yeah. Yep. Cool. Shannon, this is your round. Shannon with the assist.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's won <Ape Escape> One.
3: <laughs> the game is a massive asynchronous multiplayer game that casts players into procedurally generated temples and tasks them with retrieving sacred relics hidden uh, within the chambers Here- oh. Yes, Ewan. Fuck
0: what's it called? I know it. Is it. You better get it right, because it looks like Kieran knows it. <sighs> I know, I know he does. <laughs> Shit. It's temple something. Temple. Oh. There might even be multiple words. Am I wrong? Am I already wrong? Tem- I'm going to guess temple
2: run. It's not temple run. I'm sorry. Shit. Kieran? I can't believe. I can't believe I've got it. Uh, is it Phantom Abyss?
3: It is Ah. Phantom Abyss. Congratulations. It's out on Game Pass in six days. So Very well
0: done, Kieran. You got yourself a
1: point.
3: Or a second point,
0: I should say. Very Very well done. I'm I'm in the running again. (laughs) You are (laughs) I'm trying to like mentally calculate how many weeks are remaining in the year and if there's a chance you could close out Shannon tonight, but uh Not at all. It's pretty tight. It's pretty tight. Uh we're doubling points at the end of the year. We should do that. We should just get crazy. Should we just start doing that as of next week? Start doubling points. You can if you want. Bring it. Bring it? I say do it. Like double double points October, triple
3: points, November, quadruple points, December. Like, if you want. No. <laughs> there's no there's no alliteration there, so none of them sound good. True. <laughs> 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 uh, <laughs> With that, about, let's bring no, an end what to what was this no week's episode. November. No point November. <laughs> <laughs> anyway,
0: this is utter chaos. With that, let's bring an end to what was this week's episode of the Press Start podcast. Subscribe to us on Listener or the Press Start or the podcast service of your choice. Follow us at Press AU and visit the site at Press We've been joined today by Shannon.
1: You can follow me at Shancake underscore on twitter i don't think i have anything to spook at the moment but just follow me anyway <laughs> we've also been
0: joined today by kieran
2: yeah it's uh, hash brown h-a-s-h underscore
3: b-r-a-u-n on twitter
0: and lastly we were joined by james
3: um yeah so you can find me on twitter at james a-t-j-m-z um go read my scorn review because it probably puts things better than i did today um and my bayonetta preview, and then whatever else is up there, because it feels like a big blur lately. But yeah.
0: <laughs> life is good. <laughs> and great. I've and I've been your host, Your Roxbury. You can follow me on Twitter at Yoan underscore Thanks again for tuning in. And until next time, happy gaming.
3: Bye. 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 <laughs>